Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to this episode of 20 Minute Tims. Celtic have made another summer signing, so we do what we always do, and we get a resident scout, Alec Barker, on to tell us all about him. Alex, how are we doing? Doing really good. It's a busy summer, isn't it? I've been on, what, three times, twice now in about a week's worth. It's, it's the most frantic it's been. I'm loving it. Oh mate, hopefully it gets busier because we are seeing outgoings at Celtic, which means players need to come in, so... Hopefully we see you a lot more. Tonight we're here to discuss Marco Tilio, Celtic's latest recruit. Give us a wee bit about him, please. Oh yeah, man. I mean, this is the tease before we get into the stats. Last season, obviously, we, we covered a range of moves. Some were fun, like Alexander Bernabai. Didn't end up too, super well. Some were a bit less inspiring, like Abil Gard or Moritz Jens. It's like, oh, what are these guys? The two players Celtic have signed this summer have been very inspiring. Marco oh, Tilio, here we go. Mar- Marco Tilio absolutely fits the bill here. So 21 years old, uh, he's Australian, came through at Sydney FC, the rivals of Melbourne City. Melbourne City are part of the City Football Group, Manchester City Football Group. Global multi-club model, um, really good facilities, I believe. They've won the league the last three times. Tilio, he's an upcoming Kingsley Coburn. He could end up being like one in the terms that in his first senior season, he only played three games at Sydney. Uh, he won the league, the A-League. And every year he's been at Melbourne, he's won the A-League as well. <laughs> so he's, if he goes to Celtic, you can imagine he'll be winning the league in Scotland consistently. He could get to his early mid-20s having been the champion every single year. I absolutely love it. Um, he's been making headlines in Australia. He's not necessarily had like huge uh, goal and assist numbers. Uh, they've been good though, which we'll touch on a little bit. But really, it's people watching him play uh, that have been making the headlines. So there's a big moment in his first season at Melbourne City. I don't know if you've seen it, man, but um, there was a clip of him. They It was titled a wow moment in Australia. It felt very Australian. It was... Uh, titled across YouTube and headlines in Australian media as, wow, Marco Tilio this turn, where the ball is rolling out of play pretty fast for a throw-in. It's in the grand final of um, the A-League Cup final. They do something fun with their league. Anyway, racing out of play, Tilio's like busting it up to get it. He slides, and as he slides, he flicks his left heel back to keep the ball on, stop it still, turns back up, races at a defender and fizzes a ball into a teammate running into the box. I have to say, watching it, it was like bending the laws of physics a bit. <laughs> it was really, really cool. Uh, as a result of his good form, he's made his debut for the international team. He didn't quite get called up for the World Cup. He did come in, though, after an injury. 
And you guys would have seen his interview. He comes across pretty confident and quite measured. And I'd say that attitude translates to the pitch. Yeah, it was interesting. I think Celtic were without an Australian in their squad for a couple of hours with Adam Moy announcing he was retiring and then Celtic announcing that Tilio was coming in. So we'd lost Rogic, we'd lost Ange, then we lost Moy, but we've got another Australian in there. Now, we've lost some players recently, Alex, and just uh, last night it was official that Jota has left Celtic now. Since Paddy Roberts left Celtic, I had a Paddy Roberts-shaped hole in my heart. I loved him. Jota filled that and some more. I think he's the best winger I have seen at Celtic in my lifetime. Absolutely loved him. So I'm looking for you to reassure me that this guy is going to be an able replacement. But before we get into that, tell us more about him. Give us some of the stats on him. Yes, uh, I will say to you that he has completed 39 goals and completes contributed to 39 goals and assists in 82 Melbourne City games. That's just under, just just slightly under uh, a goal contribution every two games, which is pretty much where you want to be as like a normal attacker uh, for a 21 year old. That's magnificent. Um, really strong stats. Uh, I think partic- Jota was. 56 goal contributions in 82 games, mate. I might be getting that wrong, but 50-odd wow. 50, 50 in 82 for Celtic, I'm sure it was. That's interesting, especially since Tilio hasn't started a lot of those games. Like He was bedded in in his first season, let's not forget. He came in as a transfer as a 18, 19-year-old. Like He's 21 now, making the move. Think those 82 appearances have been when he's a teenager, right? Uh, he's been making his uh, appearances just as sort of simple stats and stuff to round us off. He's been playing as left wing and right wing in a 4-2-3-1 and a 4-3-3. He's left footed, but he's quite happy to use his right. And again, this marks him out with someone a bit rare that I I, I always like in um, my transfers in my uh, football. Uh, it's a little bit of a tangent, but essentially it's more and more rare today to see a left-footed player play on the left wing. Think Ali yeah. Roisano because they're always put to the right wing because left-footed players are more rare and it's very helpful to have left-footed players cutting in from the right-hand side. And Tilio does do that, um, but he has, a, in a few games, like just played out on the left and stayed there. And he, he's like what that allows him to do is drive towards goal and shoot across goal. Uh, this is kind of getting away from stats, but it's, it's just something to note because he has played left, right and down the middle. Uh, it, it makes him, again, a, bit, a little bit more of a special prospect. Uh, but we've got some detailed analytics as well, if you would like that, uh, my oh, friend. Go ahead, go ahead. Yes, well, he. I'm going to hold a tiny bit off because uh, we're going to compare him to your man Giotta later. Um, but he's completing not one my man of, anymore, unfortunately. Uh, Alex. Your ex man, your ex, <laughs> your ex Jota. Um, but yeah, for the listeners, he's uh, Tilio. He's completing one and a half dribbles per ninety via Sofa Score stats um, in a, in the A League last year. For context, that's really strong. Sofa Score tends to undervalue its dribbles per ninety. Um, he ranked third in the squad for that. I, su- I suspect for an Opta, um, you know, a mainstream data provider, uh, Tilio would be contributing. Uh, his dribbles would be like around two to three. Uh, his 48% success rate, it could be a bit higher. Uh, ten elite dribblers, like the world-class ones, tend to be completing a lot and uh, be around like 60%. But again, he's a teenager or he's now a, an adult, like leave him alone. 
Um, it, it, something that's fun he's won three he won three penalties last season I believe in the league and he's winning 1.3 fouls per 90 like eight, we'll touch on this a bit but he's just a magnet for free kicks um, as we said he's comfortable to use his right he's scored three goals with his right foot since the start of last season uh, but he's te- he scored 10 league goals with his left and he's mixed in a couple of headers in there as well uh, he's third in the squad for shots per, shots per 90 with 33% coming from outside the box He's more than happy to take on, you know, the ballsy shot, the hero play. Uh, where he does rank a little bit low is kind of creative stats. And that's because uh, for Melbourne City, his aim isn't really to contribute to other teammates all the time. It's much more go straight towards goal. He's much more of a player to dribble than make the final pass. Mm, interesting. That's the thing I do worry about when Jota isn't in the Celtic team. We lack that sort of creativity. I think we have plenty of players like Maeda and Abada that can maybe score opportunities, but when it's the two of them on the pitch, we don't have that creative force. So that's what I'm looking for to replace that. Now, just before we get into what you see in games, eh, I've watched a bit of him myself on Y Scout. Really excited by him. But what did you make of the A League when watching it? Yeah, it's an interesting league. Um, I think if he wasn't moving to Celtic, I'd have more um, question marks because, so first thing to note, the goalkeeping in the league, uh, very spotty. Some of the goals <laughs> he have scored, uh, it looked like he was in training and he had one of those mannequins in goal. <laughs> it was very funny to watch some of them. I, I, I emphasise only some. Um, but I think this is, again, the weird position that Celtic's in, well, not the weird, but the weird from my perspective is that Obviously, Scottish football, one of the hardest things to get to grips with is how physical the league is. I know quite a few players have spoken about that. Some that have made it right to the top, like James Madison. Um, I remember reading the interview, I think, about him saying that, if I got the player right as well, that, he, that Scottish football was a, a thing you really had to get used to. Very tough. Australian football, very much the same. One of the first things I spotted in uh, Tilio, uh, watching a game, I think it was against Wellington, Um <laughs> essentially uh, in all the other realities in the multiverse uh, we're not talking about Tilio because he had his leg broken like, he had his foot planted and this opposition player has just come out to snap his leg in half uh, they really don't, don't take any prisoners in Australian football uh, and that was my main takeaway that I think he'll be quite comfortable coming to coming into Celtic facing the Rafa opposition players because uh <laughs> without wishing to swear he, he gets kicked the crap out of in mm. Australia well Alex I hope it's only Celtic fans or I hope it's only Celtic people that are listening to this because if MD from Scottish football is listening to this they'll be on to the A-League straight away not to look for attacking players but to look to defenders that will put players up and down because that is what a lot of Scottish football managers love in their team so Alex you've seen the, the dodgy goalkeepers you have seen the tough defenders but what did you make of Tilio when you seen him in the games well I you were saying there about uh, you know Scotland might be looking to hunt the A-League for the defenders I would say they can go for it because I don't think you'd be able to catch Tilio let's reverse this a bit unlike usual where we start with the strengths let's start with the weaknesses because I really think there's so few Um, my main two weaknesses are that needs to up his creativity, but I think that's mainly because of what he's told to do. He's not asked to always find the final pass. Um, he's mainly asked to get his head down and drive towards goal. And the other weakness is I don't, as much as we just spoke about the A-League, that, you know, 
it's going to be a bit of a gamble seeing how he comes in. The rest, I really don't have much to say. Oh, one final weakness defensively got our tickies numbers up a bit. Uh, there was one uh, point in one of the games I was watching where he's meant to be marking a left winger. Um, he's playing at right wing. Free kicks come in. It's been headed out. Uh, he's still meant to be marking his player. He's forgotten him. That player's running behind him and scored with no pressure. Uh, those mm. are the ends of my weaknesses. <laughs> the rest are strengths and gear up because my cool. goodness. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We are brought to you today by Manscaped, who has taken a step up from Balloween. Oh dear me, to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil and trouble. Manscaped's all-new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring compact design and next-generation skin-safe technology, the handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without a mess of a traditional shave. Get a sweet treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use the code TIMS, T-I-M-S, for 20% off, plus free shipping. It may be spooky season, but you don't want to scare people with a scraggly beard. Give them something to look at with Manscaped's Handyman. Are you tired of a bad razor making your neck look like a scary movie? With the Handyman's skin-safe technology to help reduce nicks and cuts, you can finally feel confident when going for that close shave. That's right, your Halloween costumes may take effort, but beard grooming doesn't need to when you can get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Can I just say something, Stephen? Manscaped, this isn't in the read, but they actually sent us this box oh. product and I've been using it and it's actually good. You look fantastic, Thanks Jay. very much. And genuinely, it is really good. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TIMS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. 
free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the word TIMS. For a look as sweet as candy, get yourself the handyman from Manscaped. I wasn't working for you guys when um, uh, you guys signed Jota, so I did an experience fine looking at his Benfica stuff and thinking, wow, Celtic have signed an absolute gem, but I, I don't know what he was looking like there. From what I remember, it was more, you know, Celtic taking a bit of a gamble. He's turned into an excellent player. Like, he wasn't starring at Benfica. Yeah, um, that was, that's yeah. true, mate. Uh, just to give you a wee bit of context, he'd spent the previous year on loan at Valladolid, I believe it was, and numbers weren't great there. Didn't feature... Well, he played, but didn't really do too much there. Back to Benfica, so we weren't really sure what to expect from him. The uh, Tilio here is the same sort of age as Jota was when he came to Celtic. Tilio will be 22 in August, I believe. Jota's leaving now at 24. So we're getting the, the two, when we signed Jota, we're getting Tilio at the same age. Tilio's career looks a wee bit further ahead than Jota's so far, but Benfica's a better level. So it'll be interesting to hear what you've got to say now, Alex. Well, yeah, I'm happy I added that caveat in because that. Listeners, please take that caveat in when I say, like, everything I've seen of Tilio suggests he could be the best winger Celtic have ever seen. Like, the the close control, I I was trying to think of players to compare him to. Aiden Hazard struck out straight away, but I think a more accurate one might be Ryan Cherky, the really hot up-and-comer at Lyon. Like, what makes Tilio such a magnet for fouls is... it's hard to describe this without visuals, of course, but what he'll do, he'll be running with the ball. He doesn't necessarily need to be sprinting. He can just have it at his feet. And, you know, when we think of a player making a feint, uh, you know, faking out to do something, we think of them doing a step over. Tilio has just such an incredible amount of close control, like freakish, where he's not making the step over. He's like fainting to do the step over, then pulling his leg back and going in a different direction. And it's just genuinely impossible to defend against. But it, 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 it feels like 90% of the time he's either beating his man or just getting fouled. I know his dribble success rate is like around 50%, but I wonder if that takes into account like winning free kicks because it just seems like all the time he's winning free kicks. It's finishing as well, really nice. Like such a good range of composed finishing. Sometimes he'll be chipping it in, sometimes he'll be pelting it to the near post, sometimes trying to bend it to the far post. I mentioned he hasn't got big creative numbers, but I saw a couple of times where he's out wide, he's cut in very quickly and crossed on his left foot um, and like bent it to the far post. Think a bit like Hakim Ziyech at Ajax, that sort of trademark cross. Like it is just this case of if he... If the A-League is even close to the Scottish League, Tilio will join and automatically be one of the best players in the league straight away. Oh. That he's just a phenomenal, um, just a phenomenal technician. Like The only other thing I mentioned, uh, only other thing I've just noticed in my notes as well, Like which again, I think this is good that he can improve. Sometimes he doesn't always recognise like space to exploit. Like, it, he, it, there was a, a time I remember... In one of the games, I think it might have been against Sydney or Central Coast Mariners, where big space opens up in front of him on the left. The ball's kind of in the centre. If he makes the run, he could be opening up a passing opportunity to go through a goal, and he takes a bit of a while to make the run. But that's great, because a good coach like Brendan Rodgers will nail those runs into him. 
Like, if he's just got to improve his football IQ, good, because the ability is absolutely off the charts. By far the best player I've seen uh, when scouting for you guys. Oh, Alex, this is great news. Now, I have not been feeling well over the past couple of days since I got back my wee holiday. Jota has also left, but you'll make me feel better, young man. You are making me feel better. He's already been called up to the Australian national squad, wasn't he? He was at the World Cup, but never made an appearance. So he is looking like a really big prospect. How does he compare to Jota, formerly of the Hoops? I'm going to blow your mind here. I'm going to blow your listeners' mind. Because... You may recall uh, last week we compared Callum McGregor and uh, Thiago Holm or Odin Thiago Holm, one of the most confusing name in the world, and their stats were wild, you know, miles apart, right? And and that was partly because his team were, you know, near the bottom of the table, Celtic at the top, and this comparison's obviously going to be a bit easier because, uh, you know, Melbourne City have won the league three seasons in a row, uh, Celtic have won the league, like. They're two dominant teams. But Tilio and Schotter's stats are almost identical um, from last season's league data. Uh, Tilio's completing 21.4 passes per 90, uh, 71% success rate. Jota, 24 passes per 90, 8% success rate. Basically, same amount of passes, same success rate. Dribbles, exact same per 90, exact same success rate. 1.5, 48%. Uh, fouled. Tilio is getting fouled slightly more than Jota per 90, 1.3 to 0.9. Shots, basically exactly the same, 2.3 to 2.4. The only big discrepancy, which is aligned with everything we've spoken about so far, about creativity, Tilio 0.1 crosses per 90, Jota 1.1. It's the only area they don't look similar. But apart from that, it's like, so, and this is this wouldn't be uncommon. I think you guys did this with Van Dijk and Ayer. It's like they've put Jota statistics in a machine seen what players pop up, Tidio came out top of the list and Celtic said, let's have him. Interesting. This all sounds good. All sounds great, mate. I think the this guy was obviously, he's been linked for, for a long time with Celtic and of course, Ange Postacoglu, a former manager. A-League was somewhere he'd been before. I can see hearing from you now, Ange played sit with his wingers high and wide and seeing that Tilio can play on the left-hand side as well as the right, you can see why Ange wanted him in, keeping his wingers out high and wide. So, are you telling me Celtic have signed the next Arjun Robin? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, I think so. You could call this... I I wonder how long it takes for this guy to be called the Australian Messi. Like, I'd go higher than Robin, man. The, the stuff I've seen, the stuff you will see him do on the football pitch... It, it's very rare to see that whatever football league you're in like it's a joy watching this guy play much nicer than the frustrations it was watching on play like, he, he very rarely does something wrong it's always satisfying but yeah I think Celtic have identified an absolute gem here Alex I've felt close to uh, keeling over a number of times over the last couple <laughs> of days but this is the closest I have been my man so when he's playing for his his former team now and Celtic. Is there a comparison to the way they play? They're both attacking teams, both top of the league. Jenkins slot into Celtic's um, style of play. We're not quite sure how that's going to be under Brendan Rodgers, but we know it will be attacking. He has been there before. So there's similarities between the two teams. Yeah, I would say so. Melbourne City, as I said, they're part of the City Football Group. Uh, I think they've had the same manager for a couple of years now. Um, maybe a bit longer. I forgot his name, but 
it, it's not quite like old school Brendan Rogers, which we spoke about um, before, where um, I spoke about the video on the Patreon, how the team is very much get, you know, left midfielder into left wing, get right midfielder into right wing, and very much position based. Whereas Andrew Postacoglu is selling tickets more, you know, let's make lots of patterns and runs. Um, I think Melbourne City edge more closer to Celtic. Like you watch them, there is more patterns emerging in their play. They're very insistent in building up from out of the back, which is really nice to see as well. I think that's the biggest similarity to Celtic. Like the times you see themselves get into trouble is when they've invited too much pressure on themselves and just lost the ball near the halfway line and had to um, defend the transition. I think there's some quite big similarities here. And again, it's it really does lend itself to Tilio. The the interesting thing is something I didn't I've got to mention a bit when watching him, so I'm glad you asked this question, is um I, I think Celtics wide men like a, a Jota, they they tend to be more closer to the box wherever the ball is. Whereas Tilio, which I found something you don't always see is say the ball's on the left hand side, he's playing right wing and it's moved into the box. Uh he's an always busting a gut to get into that six yard box. Sometimes he's sitting mm. quite far away. And I, I, I didn't have it down as a strength or weakness. It's just a characteristic of his play. So maybe that's something he does change at Celtic um, or maybe they build around him. Let's just see how good he is. Mm, that'd be a, that would be something that I know Ange Postacoglu would have changed on him uh, at the coaching convention. I was at with Celtic, Ange Postacoglu, I think it was him or... What one of the coaching drills was that when the one of Celtic's wingers get the ball, the striker and the other two know where they should be by the way they're lining up to cross the ball. So if they're crossing it from certain areas, the striker and opposite winger should be in the other side. I'm sure Brendan Rodgers will be the same with guys like Scott Sinclair and Patrick Roberts, James Forrest, all scored lots of goals under Brendan Rodgers. So he'll be wanting his wingers in the box. So where's he going to fit in at Alex at Celtic apart from player of the year next season? <laughs> yeah, honestly, there's not too much of an exaggeration here. I'd really get what before I talk about the fit, I think we should really start taking note of these predictions from this this summer because I, I really want to be proved right about this guy. I mean, not even proved right. I think so many Australian football fans have said Celtic have got a gem here and I I I've, I think we'll see him play on the right wing um, more often, but he tends to come inside a lot. It's like a playing in number ten roles. If you look at his heat map, it's not like a traditional winger. He's very central. So if Brendan Rodgers sticks with a four three three, I think we'll see him at right wing and Alistair Johnson overlapping a lot on the right hand side. If it's a four two three one, I've done fix out the question to see Tilio play as the central attacking midfielder with license to kind of rotate out wide. I think he'd be best um, He'd be best with the freedom to move into central areas. Uh, I think that's the important thing we've got to consider with this fit at Celtic. Like, as I kind of intimated, hard to see because we don't know exactly what Brendan's going to do yet, but those are the sort of things I'd be looking out for. Very nice. I don't know if I need to ask you the last question, but I'm going to do it anyway. Feel free to keep going, Alex. How will he do at Celtic? I, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm not even going to try and carry it. I think this guy's a gem. I really think we're going to be talking about him in the, like two or three years' time. I don't know if you're making much money off him of as you have Jota because I don't think he'd be going to Saudi in two years. I think he'd be going to a top team, like possibly in the Premier League, like at least top five European, European League team that's probably in Europe. He's capable of like 
really fun, exciting moments. So he won't just rack up good goals and assists. He'll just do things that work well on Twitter and social media and just get everyone talking about him. I yeah, I I can't see I can't see this going wrong. Like he's constantly. I've been watching a couple of interviews about him um, with him over the last year or so, and he said like, "Hey, I want I really believe in my ability. I'm gonna like I want to take my game as far as I can." He believes in himself. This is the move he wants. This can't go wrong. In a year's time, we're going to be talking about him as wow. This is a guy that everyone in Europe needs to be looking at. Well, in a year's time, we'll maybe not be saying that, Alex. You might be saying that, but as Celtic fans, hopefully <laughs> will not. I'm really looking forward to this one. I think he, he could be a perfect fit for Celtic. He's got everything he needs to be a success here by the sounds of it. And as we know, Brendan Rodgers is very good at developing players and maybe earning out some weaknesses, but more so developing strengths in players. He is on the small side, but he's a winger, so that doesn't really matter. I'm excited about this. I'm really looking forward to seeing how he'll play. He's got that sort of Paddy Roberts about my left-footed guy that plays on the right. I think I would say he'd be a winger for Celtic, but I'm just looking forward to it now. And we've got our hands on the new Messi. Is that what you said? Yes, I, the Australian Messi. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to give him that nickname because it always tends to be a curse, but... That I can't think of a player more fitting of it. Yeah, and I think you've already said this. So this is number one in the players you've scouted for us in what over over a year you've been working with us. This is the top one. Yeah, this this stands out in all the players full stop I've scouted. Like again, if this wasn't the A League, I think like a lot more people would be talking about it, but I don't think you can find an Australian football fan who isn't saying Celtic have like pulled off a blinder here. Even though it's the record fee for the A League, like the record sale, like everyone is still saying, I can't believe Celtic got in for so cheap. Brilliant, mate. I cannot wait for this. Celtic are back in pre season. Uh, I don't think Tellio's joined yet because he was on international duty towards the end. So we'll see him in a week or so. But I'm really looking forward to it. You've got me excited for the season again. And oh, you're making me feel like I'll watch the preseason friendlies. Alex, thank you very much for joining me. Have you got anything coming up on your site that you want to plug? Uh, keep an eye on my socials over the next day, couple of days or so. We should have something dropping uh, very soon that I'm very excited about, and I'll keep it as vague as that. Oh, uh, well, I already know what it is, so that's that's cheating of me. But yes, it sounds very interesting, mate. Thanks for joining me, mate. Oh, thank you for having me. And you heard it here first, the Australian Messi. Out.